This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 187 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. My name's Adam. And I'm Diane. And we are recording today on July 5th, 2015 from the great state of California. Yeah, real exciting. Yeah, we're recording on location in Southern California. On location in Southern California, right here in a hotel room with, with, uh, well, his name's Clark Kent. He is a beautiful little puppy dog, nine months old, ten months old. He is the mascot of Taylor Talk and our hearts. (laughs) He is, he is. And the reason I'm bringing up Clark's presence in this hotel room is because if he wants to join in the conversation, you're going to be... I, I don't might. want you to be surprised because he may very well just jump in the conversation right at any point now, in time. Right now, he's being good and taking a nap on the floor, but I don't know how long that's going to last. So if you start to hear some little like, woofs, you woofs, that was a bad impression. It's um, more like, yeah. I'm going to get him going just by doing that. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, you're probably wondering, like, hey, wait a sec, why are you guys in California recording from a hotel with your dog? Um, <laughs> I don't know why he's here, actually. He's here because where else would he be? I know. I can't know. leave him home alone. He can't feed himself. No, he can't. So he's here in the hotel. Anyway, so the reason we're here is because we took this opportunity, this holiday weekend, to go visit the, what, what do they even call it? The Taylor it the Swift Taylor- Experience yes. at the Grammy Museum uh, right next to the Staples Center where Taylor will be performing her Los Angeles shows uh, in about a month or so. I bet you it's going to be so crowded. Oh, my gosh. During her uh, tour season in L.A. Oh, I'm sure. No joke. Like, the Grammy Museum faces the Staples Center entrance. Oh, there's the dog. I don't know if anyone heard that. <laughs> Clark, I know, dude. You love Taylor. So I know, yeah, I know. He's talking about how much he loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> he loved the museum also. He didn't go. He didn't go. <laughs> Okay, but we're going to be talking about that, taking you through the experience with us, because I know it's hard for a lot of people to get to L.A., and many of you, if not most of you, probably will never actually get the chance to see it, so we're going to do our best to really bring that experience to you in just a few minutes. Before we get that far, though, I have a joke. Really? Yeah. Just one? Uh, Just one for now. Okay. Our good friend Rachel emailed a whole bunch of them, so they're stockpiled, and occasionally I remember to bring them out. Oh, okay. Well, let's yeah, hear yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I actually forgot it. Um, I need nice. to. I need to look it up really quick. It was. Uh, you don't really start an intro with "Hey, I have a joke," but <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's the that's the joke right there, isn't it? Adam has a joke. Adam has a joke. All right. Adam has. Adam. Ready? Yeah. Why is there no gambling in Africa? Because they'd all be cheetahs. There's too many cheetahs. <laughs> My logic is what would be the corniest thing ever, and then I go from there. Oh, is that how you figured mm-hmm. it out? Yeah. All right, well, let's talk some Taylor Swift news. So we got some new dates for the 1989 World Tour in Asia. The tour is going to be going to Singapore on November 7th and 8th, and then Shanghai, China, November 10th and 11th. So that's cool. A few more shows added to the tour, which means, what, tens of thousands of fellow fans if not hundreds of thousands that now also get to see her on tour which yeah, that's is awesome really exciting it's always exciting when new dates are added in new locations and things of that sort all right now also in the news taylor rarely ever gets political but she did tweet her enthusiasm on june 26th when the u.s supreme court made 
same-sex marriage legal in the United States, she tweeted a lyric from Welcome to New York, which is, as her tweet says, a reference to the LGBT rights. She said, quote, and you can want who you want, boys and boys and girls and girls, hashtag love wins, hashtag finally. So awesome. Um, Because when we heard that song, we were kind of wondering like wait is this a reference like it, 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 it was Taylor pretty clear that it was a, sta- a statement here and you know now we know for sure yeah she cleared that up she's for a us. supporter so that's awesome Alrighty, then on june 27th taylor brought the 1989 world tour to british summertime hyde park a summer music festival in london once again taylor turned the catwalk into a runway and brought out friends carly kloss Gigi. Hadid? How do you even say that name? We say that every time. We're terrible people. Probably. We should probably look into it. <laughs> Martha Hunt, Cara with the last name I'm never going to be able to pronounce, but the one from Paper Towns. <laughs> um, Serena Williams and Kendall Jenner. Emma Watson from Harry Potter was also in attendance and took some pictures with Taylor backstage, but she wasn't on the stage. Also, I think my... they were all in Loft 89, though, weren't they? I heard that, but I don't know for sure. I would sure. die. I wouldn't know who to talk to between Taylor Swift and Emma Watson. I'm sorry, but forgive my fanboy heart for beating out of its chest because not only was Emma Watson my Harry Potter love of my life at this concert, but so were, dare I say it, my childhood crushes, the Spice Girls. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have I would have been. Oh. You just died. Fun fact about me. My first concert ever was the Spice Girls. Hmm. Just thought I'd throw that one out there. I'm not embarrassed to say it either. I thought it was Britney Spears. No. Did I actually never saw it? Britney Spears in concert. That's too bad. I had tickets once and sold them. Don't know why. Don't remember the circumstances. Hmm, but I have never bad. seen Britney Spears. Yeah, so. Finally in the news, Taylor took 1989 World Tour to Dublin on June 29th and 30th. But the fans on the 30th got a little bit of a special treat. Taylor turned Holy Ground into a ballad during her acoustic set. So first time on tour we've seen anything like that. She was so beautiful. I really hope she starts to do that more often. Odd comment she made, though, before. She's like, I've always seen this as kind of a slower song. It's like, oh, why didn't you record it as a slower <laughs> song, Taylor? Why was it an upbeat song on Red? Like, it's your it's your song. If you always saw it as a slower one, I mean, then you, you, you can record it as a slow one. It's your song. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Um, I don't know. Sometimes she just talks. <laughs> words just happen. The words just flow. <laughs> It just come out on stage. All I right. mean, sometimes that's what that also um, happens to me when when we record. I'm like, what am I even saying right now? Does that happen to you? No. 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 Oh. I'm usually pretty. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm pretty concise, but I'm not. Concise. Time, time. Concise. Hmm. Short and sweet, to the point. Bam. Vocab word of the day: concise. I know what it means. I just didn't think you were concise, so I was questioning your use. Well, fine then. <laughs> Whatevs. All right. So, like I said, we're going to take you guys through the Taylor Swift experience at the Grammy Museum, particularly for those who will not have the opportunity to go. So, I think probably the best way to do this, we got some questions from the audience that they were wondering about it. But I think first, we should just kind of give you a general overview and yeah. kind of walk you through it really quick. So, you start down um, on, you know, at the entrance, the floor level. All right, where you buy your tickets, things like that. Students, if you have a student ID, 
you get a dollar discount on admission. I don't so. have a student ID. But. Fun fun tip on that one. Uh, you get in for less monies if you have a student ID if you're a student. So all right, so you go in and you buy your tickets right in the lobby area, which is kind of cool because. If you don't buy a ticket, you can still go in this lobby area. They have the Red Tour Piano, which went to all 86 shows on all four continents. And you get to see that really, like, up close. It's arms reach, although they frown upon touching it. It's a really beautiful piano. Um, it looks kind of antique in a way. It seemed, I mean, I don't know if maybe it got hurt when it was doing all that traveling. Probably. It was um, custom built for Taylor, according to the sign. So It's very pretty. All right, and then also on that uh, lobby level there, you, to your left is one of the coolest display cases, actually. Taylor, I, I wonder if she should have done this, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. However, she can do whatever she, she wants. She shared with the museum a handful of gifts that were given to her over the years by fans, and those are on display in there in a Swifty case. So there's actually an entire case dedicated to her fan base, which is awesome, because, I mean, that's us. <laughs> and the thing that's crazy is since... This is on display in Los Angeles. I bet you the fans who gave her those presents probably don't even know that what they gave her is on display. Well, that's why I'm like, and I wonder if she should have done it. Or anything it's like, and... No, they're not. It just says they're gifts from fans. And that's why I'm just like, gosh, if I gave Taylor a gift, I, I wouldn't want to. Well, I mean, I guess it would be kind of cool. But I mean, I would give it to her for her or not. There was this really cool drawing of Taylor and there was a painting of meredith that was really neat meow 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 i want that to hang in my house the picture of meredith and <laughs> all right I so so that's kind of that's kind of the lobby area then you go in an elevator and you go up to the fourth level and work your way back down that's how the grammy museum works the fourth level has nothing to do with taylor it's the general grammy museum area and there are a lot of cool things there's a little mini exhibit a little corner of the exhibit uh for tupac shakur uh which is which is kind of neat um among other artists and things of that sort then you go down down the escalator to the third level also not taylor that's yeah, okay. That's okay. But it's okay. We're getting there because there's some cool stuff there. Uh, one of John Lennon's guitars, a bunch of costumes that Michael Jackson wore, mm -hmm. a bunch of costumes and props from other artists as well. Then finally, you go down, down, down the escalator to level two. That's the special exhibit area. And that entire floor is Taylor Swift. Yes. So one third of the museum is Taylor. Yes. That's pretty neat. 33%. 33.333 repeating percent. Yes. One third. That's what I said. Yeah. All right. So basically then you go down the escalator, you walk in, there's this really cool neon sign that says the Taylor Swift experience in that font from her website, which is really neat. And then there are just a ton of display cases in front of you that feature props, costumes, there's photos. There's There's things you can um, interact with. A lot of interactive really exhibits. Neat. Yeah. Um, there's what also there's merchandise, too, which is fun because then you can shop for, you know, T-shirts and mugs casually. and whatever. Yeah, casually. You don't have to shop online. You don't have to wait in a huge line at a concert. So it's a different Taylor Swift shopping experience. Cool. <laughs> right. All righty. So that's that. And then there's also a little theater there that has a 20-minute video on repeat that takes you through Taylor's career. That's really cool because keep in mind this is the Grammy Museum. So one of the things they show are all of her acceptance speeches when she received her various Grammys. 
Yes, and all the times that she has performed at the Grammy. So they have uh, her performance of Mean and also her performance of We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Yes. Yes. Exactly. All right, so let's jump into some of these questions we got uh, on Facebook. We had Adriana asking, was it what you guys expected? Is it a pretty big museum? I'm really hoping to go soon. I actually thought that Taylor's exhibit was more than I expected. I I didn't think there would be as much stuff there as it was. I mean, it took up one third of the whole deal. And, and that, that for me, that seemed kind of crazy. Just like, wow, this museum is basically Taylor Swift. Like she is the, you know, she, she was, she was represented there more than, you know, more than um, anyone else. Well, of course she was. It's her special exhibit. I know, but it's just uh, crazy to me. Like, if Taylor got this. So, as far as was it what we expected, uh, for me, the museum part of it absolutely was. The the kind of, the part that was sadly a, a little bit underwhelming for me, mm-hmm. kind of less than exciting, was, you know, when Taylor herself visited the exhibit and she posted a video of her dancing in front of a big neon boombox. Yeah, they play the... Sh- Shake it, it off. off music video yeah. right in um, front of it. That was a little bit underwhelming for me. It's actually a lot smaller than you would think. It's just this sort of t- small little boombox thing. And the floor is kind of neat because when you walk over it, it changes colors with every step you take. You know? I was hoping but, that when you that when you stepped on the floor, it would make some music. sort of sound. Like yeah. you could play the song while you stepped on the floor. I thought that would be neat. But that being said, I don't want to I don't want to answer that question on a negative note because it was actually as a whole everything was more than I expected and it yes. was really really awesome because there was a lot of things I didn't expect to be there. For example, um, a lot of her childhood artifacts were really neat because those are things we've never actually seen before, like photos from her family photo album and, and you know showing her as a baby and as a little kid growing up and old family photos and things that we've really never seen because they're from before her career. Yeah. Like one of the things I thought was really particularly neat was they had, you know, there's a pretty, pretty iconic photo of her as a little girl with her her brother Austin as a little boy and they're riding a horse together. Right. They actually have the saddle there that they were riding on. Yeah. It was Taylor's childhood saddle. Um, And I thought saying things like that really... um, exceeded my expectations of what I expected because I expected there to be costumes from her tours and props from her tours and things like that. I did not expect as many things from her personal life that really help us get to know her even better than we already do if that's even possible because she's opened her life so much to her fans mm-hmm. already. So um hope that answered that question. So it was more than I expected and less than I expected all in one. <laughs> I thought it was more than I expected. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was a good time. Yeah. All right. So, Kate, I love this question from Kate, who said, if you could keep one piece, what would it be? I'm assuming you mean one piece from the museum. Yes, of course. That's what she meant. I've already got mine. (laughs) Well, for me, this is how you know Taylor Swift is famous. I mean, obviously, she's huge, but they had a glass case there with a bunch of outfits that she's worn out in public. Like... They were just clothes that she's worn outside. And that was kind of crazy to me. Oh, just um, regular just casual regular, I mean, obviously they're not. Like, she knows that when she 
walks outside, people are going to take pictures. But there was this really cute uh, crop top skirt that she wore out in New York last summer. It's like this pink color and it's just, it's really pretty. I want it. So, so basically, you don't want to keep an artifact from the museum. No. You just want to raid her closet. I de- yes, that's that's true. I just want her clothes. <laughs> okay. Um, so I know what I want to keep. <laughs> and there's a case there with a bunch of her childhood materials, and there was something that just stole the show for me, and it was a painting she made as a little kid. <laughs> it's called, it's titled The Business Snowman. And it's a snowman version. I assume it's a snowman version of her dad, Scott Swift. Uh, And it's got a little speech bubble coming (laughs) off of it that says, the stocks went up five points last night. (laughs) (laughs) And the snowman is holding a little clipboard and he's wearing like a little like suit jacket. He's very serious about business and it's adorable. She probably made it when she was like, I don't know, like, only a few Seven years old yeah. or something because you know she would have to know how to spell stocks but <laughs> it's adorable that's that's what i would keep from the museum <laughs> either that or they had on display there her grammy for white horse i think it'd be really cool to have a grammy like a real grammy yeah that would be really cool or maybe her saddle i would want to keep her saddle too what'd you do with it though ride a horse it wouldn't fit it wouldn't it's for a little kid you just look at it you just stare at it fine (laughs) all right next question so Jeannie asked what do you wish you could see there besides taylor herself that's difficult because we she had a grammy there which is amazing i mean the only thing of like taylor swift's possessions that i want to see are her cats and they obviously cannot put her cats on display at the garden (laughs) (laughs) why not put them in cages get in trouble with PETA. um i don't know adam do you know what you'd want to see i think i would but it's just not feasible at all because it's it's something from her home uh that i doubt she is willing to part with pond i would love the her her koi pond seriously that would be awesome but that actually it's funny you said that i was gonna say that but then i'm like that really wouldn't be feasible no but the other thing i was thinking is at her place in nashville she has a life-size like a giant bird cage like a human-sized bird cage and i think that would be a really cool thing to have on display but of course if you had it like where it was a cool interactive thing where you could like walk inside the bird cage it would get ruined by so many people coming and going through it yeah, but it's still a cool idea. But that would be really cool to see there. I guess because I, I don't know. I, I think those sort of things that from her personal life, while it is her personal life, and we tend to keep discussion of her personal life off of here for privacy purposes, but it's still what she is willing to share makes us feel more connected as fans, yeah. and it really opens us up to an even tighter bond with her. So I think um, seeing more of those personal artifacts would be really cool. I mean, there was a photo f- of... Uh, that Christmas tree farm she grew up on, a, a bird's eye view of it, like taken from a plane or a helicopter or something. Yeah, and I've never seen a picture of that before. So that was really, really It neat. looked so normal. It just looked like a normal farm. What did you expect? I don't know, like a farm with like a magical tree house or something because Taylor Swift lives there. But oh, right, of course. It's just a normal farm. All right, yeah, sure. <laughs> so Adam, I heard you did some singing at the taylor swift grammy museum oh that's clever of you diane yeah that was clever clever. of me wasn't it that's clever it's a good transition yeah (laughs) um so i uh for those of you who have been listening for a while you know that uh 
I have the voice of an angel, the singing voice that is of an angel. Um, and so I was very pleased to find out there was something there that I think is, is, I don't know, I just hadn't heard people talking about it before. And that's, there's a karaoke booth where you can sing along with Taylor. And um, it's really funny because, again, for those who've been listening for a while, you know I'm being purely sarcastic when I say I have the voice of an angel. I actually think Adam can sing and I'm not being sarcastic right now, but um, we all sound differently in our heads. Adam can't sing. Okay, but anyway, so this is just really cool because you get to go into a soundproof booth and it has Taylor on screen with lyrics from We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. And it's so funny because it's Taylor. It's a pre-recorded thing. and So she's like, you're going to sing along. It's your turn now. And she has you sing along. And then she's like, that was wonderful or that was great. Or <laughs> yeah, she, she's like, that was really good. And I'm like, yeah, Taylor, we both know that wasn't very good. And then it re- actually records you and plays you back. And <laughs> it's the most awfully embarrassing thing. And I'm so happy that happens in a sound. You wouldn't booth. let me listen to you because I was going to film it for the listeners of the show and you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't no, I, I wouldn't. But I filmed mine um it's terrible because i was singing before taylor the entire time so i was singing we we're never getting back together too fast diane doesn't actually know how the song goes <laughs> i was just really excited and like singing on hamster speed so that's cool and since we're on it let's talk about like all the interactive opportunities that everyone has so we mentioned that you can dance in front of the boom box to shake it off with the changing lights on the floor yes there's a karaoke booth it's a soundproof booth so nobody can hear you if you're embarrassed like me you actually can hear them um i could hear me i was eavesdropping on someone else they weren't very good (laughs) ouch harsh um okay so those are two of them one of them that i thought was really really neat is it allows you to mix up Mean, the song Mean. Yeah, they have, they have like an actual little... mix board there with mm-hmm. those little sliders on it, and you can actually adjust and create your own little mix, and it's really, really neat. Yeah, you can turn up uh, Taylor's track. You can turn up the background singers. Turn up the instruments, the individual up, instruments. Yeah, the banjo. You or can down. Turn, turn it down. You can turn up the snare. It was really fun. So that that was really cool. And I think that's really underrated. I haven't ever heard anybody talk about that before. No. Like, I didn't even know that existed until I went. So that was cool. What else? There was um, a sort of touchscreen table. I don't know how else to even describe it. It looks like a table, but it's a total touchscreen. And it has videos that play from the Red Tour and things of that sort. Um, keep in mind, there's not a lot from the 1989 tour on display there because well it's going on currently well and and also when the exhibit opened it it opened on taylor's birthday right it opened december 13th 2014 so the 1989 tour hadn't even started yet correct um like in the video we watched you know just about her life it stopped when it said you know taylor is now preparing for her for her 1989 um, um, tour her her largest tour yet and we were like well just, it's already happening yeah, <laughs> just spoiler for, alert <laughs> just, just for clarity that's the video that's the 20 minute long video that plays in the Clive Davis theater there that uh, goes on repeat and you right, can right, sit right. and relax it, it does say that um, so that was I don't know I guess one of the more boring interactive things was that touch screen table 
it's still fun <laughs> it is still fun um what else was there anything what, what am i missing costumes uh they had I'm, her costume i'm talking about interactive from, oh. Let, let's let's try and keep it organized here because there's so much going on in this exhibit so interactive i think that was off this you have the shake it off boom box mm-hmm. the karaoke we are never getting together mix board with mean and the touchscreen videos right got it okay yeah. So display cases. Did you have a favorite artifact that you saw there? I loved her her blue dress from our song because there because when I was in high school I wanted that to be my prom dress and I couldn't find something like it at all. So I was upset, but it's it's a really pretty dress. I really liked um they had the banjo that she played in Mean at the Grammys used for Mean during the Grammys. Mm-hmm. It has like the third big 13 on it and stuff like that. So I thought that was probably They the, also uh, had her sparkly there. guitar from her Speak Now performance of Long Live. What? Her 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 sparkly guitar. Oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Yes, I know. And they also about. had her red guitar from her Red performance on the Red Tour. Lots of reds. <laughs> red, ed, ed, ed. Yeah. Red, ed, ed, ed. So, okay. So that's kind of your general rundown of the exhibit, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the big question here, which is, is a silly question to us, but uh, to the world on a larger scale, why Taylor Swift? When you're talking Grammys, you're talking a big, big deal. So right. why is Taylor Swift the chosen one taking up a third of the entire museum by herself? And mind you, it is a, a, a rotating exhibit. She's only going to be there through October 4th of this year. Yeah. But why? I mean... I think Taylor Swift is really the biggest thing right now in the, you know, just ever, really. Um, and I think the people at the at the Grammy Museum know that, and they know that her name will draw crowds. So I, th- I think it's partly, you know, to make money, obviously. People love to make money on what's popular. Um, but also, I didn't know this. I learned that today, that Taylor Swift was the youngest recipient of the grammy for album of the year album of the year for fearless yeah and i don't know that's really it's a little bit of education Mm -hmm. um it definitely increases attendance now correct me if i'm wrong i don't know this for sure but i feel like museums tend to be non-profit um so i don't think it's about maximizing profits but it is definitely about maximizing attendance and in this case it originally was supposed to end what in june last month or something like that is that right i think in may actually may yeah oh may 10th so it was initially scheduled to close may 10th they decided to extend it to october 4th because of the overwhelming popularity and i'm sure they've never had an exhibit draw the type of crowd that the taylor swift one has um specifically in the first quarter of 2015 so first three months they saw an attendance increase of 35 percent yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have gone if she wasn't there, if her stuff wasn't there, you know. Exactly, and neither exhibit. neither would I. Um, and I think the same could be said about a lot of people that have gone. And I did pull up a quote from Bob Santelli, the Grammy Museum's executive director, and he said, we're excited to continue to showcase this in regards to the extension. 
continue to showcase Taylor's impressive timeline of success, especially as we welcome her back to Staples Center at our home LA Live this August for her sold out 1989 World Tour. Um, So, I mean, they're excited to have her. Fans are excited to go see her exhibit. So I think it's pretty self-explanatory why. I just figured, I don't know, back it up with some facts. Yeah, facts are always good. Facts are good. So what else? Anything you got on this on this place? Would you go back? That's a hard question. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would go back again because I feel like once you've seen it, you've seen it. Um, mm-hmm. I snapped pictures and that's yeah. I mean, I, I just I snapped pictures and and things of that sort. So I I don't know if I would necessarily revisit it. Okay. What would you rate it out of 13? Her exhibit or the Grammy Museum as a whole? Because those are oh, two just, different things. just her exhibit. Her exhibit gets a 13, of well, course. <laughs> because it, it did it did have a lot of unexpected items. Um, a lot of, like I said, the stuff from her early childhood is the stuff that kind of blew me away because it's stuff we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Family photos. She was such a cute little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Taylor. Are you going to rate it or, or do Baby I just Taylor have to sit here and her and, business and... snowman. 13 out of 13. Oh, okay. For oh. the snowman. Okay. It's excited about stocks. All right. Uh, excited about stocks. Yes, the stocks went up five points yesterday. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> means the stocks went up five points. Yeah, but what? which stocks? All of them? Yeah. Why not? Uh, do you know how stocks work? No. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> We need Scott Swift on this podcast to explain this to us. Well, until Scott Swift comes on, we're just going to have to keep on guessing. <laughs> just saying. You know how that goes. Anyway, I, I hope this kind of gave you guys a good sort of visual of what's going on inside of the Grammy Museum, particularly for people who have not been and will not get the opportunity to go. We took a ton of pictures between the two of us at the exhibit. So we're going to throw those up on taylortalk.org. If you guys are not already following us on Twitter, at TaylorTalk13, there's a ton of pictures up there. I was kind of tweeting as we went throughout the day, but not all of them. They are not all up there, but a lot of them are. So if you're following us there, you probably saw them. If you're not following us there, go follow us on Twitter. What are you thinking right now? (laughs) What's up with that? Listening to the show and not following on Twitter. Fine. All right. Let's jump into our mini segments for the episode, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Let's open it up with, as I promised, because on the last episode I was like, oh, people were leaving voicemails and I forgot about them. Well, I didn't forget this time. So let's jump it, jump into it with a voicemail from Zandy. Zandy, please. Hi, Taylor Talk. It's Zandy. And I have a submission for You Know You're Swifty When. <clears throat> you know you're a Swifty When. You, ins- you start crying because your friends insult Taylor. True story. It happened last week. My friends said that Taylor wasn't pretty with makeup on, and I burst into tears. <laughs> anyway, bye, guys. Dare I make the joke? What joke? I think Taylor's pretty without any makeup on. I don't think we're allowed to do that anymore because her and Katy Perry are not friends. I think Tay's pretty without any makeup on. <laughs> Which makes it even, I don't know, makes it even better for some reason now that... Katy Perry song can be applied to Taylor. Okay. So yeah. thank you, thank you, Zandy, for the voicemail. If you guys are wondering how she did that, if you go to taylortalk.org, there's a bar on the side that says, what does it even say? Leave a voicemail, send a voicemail. 
Don't you know what's on your own website? Do you know? No, because it's your website too. No, it's your website. You pay for it. It's yours. Who does all the all the the notes on there? Who does the show notes for every single episode? That would be me. Diane works on that website far more than I do. Mm. So she should know. She should know. Either way, it's a button off to the side, right in the middle, on the right side of the screen. It says something about a voicemail. You can <laughs> you can leave the voicemail there. So thank you, Zandy. All right, and this one comes from Harmony via email. And they say, if Swifties ruled the world, high schoolers will, would need to take a class called Taylor Swift Song Analysis in order to graduate. And then Taylor wouldn't understand why we, why we analyze her songs. So she goes and writes her own version of I Am the Walrus by the Beatles. <laughs> Cuckoo could chill. <laughs> um, if anyone's kind of confused by that, if you're not you know necessarily a diehard Beatle fans it's kind of um speculated and maybe even beyond speculated i'm not really sure but a lot of people were always trying to analyze Beatles lyrics just like we do with taylor lyrics and so it's sort of john lennon wrote something a little bit loony for the people that try to analyze the lyrics and it's not really just to meant frustrate to frustrate people yeah just to frustrate a song people. about nonsense i always wondered what is the walrus about <laughs> and now i know nothing it, nothing <laughs> it was meant to confuse the heck out of you it did years of my life years wasted somehow i doubt that but okay <laughs> all right josie emailed us and said if swifties ruled the world forever 21 would be forever 22 that's so cute would you shop at forever 22 i would perhaps their products would be a little better quality than forever 21 perhaps they would fit me better yeah <laughs> um this next one comes from chloe via email if swifties ruled the world there would be just two radio stations country and pop only taylor would play and if anything else played on the radio the person who played it would go to jail wow <laughs> that sounds like a bit of a harsh punishment maybe they would play other people if taylor approved it like ed sheeran and heim maybe if they played her friend's music that also makes it really awkward going into the next part of the show. Yeah. Way to put that one last. Um, yeah. Okay. So next part of the show, what are Swifties listening to? Which is, contrary to Chloe's stations that she created for us, it is where you guys out there share what you're listening to that is not Taylor Swift. Someone other than Taylor Swift that you're enjoying that we can then share with the rest of the audience and you guys can check it out. Yep. Cool. So today's is a submission. We got another voicemail. Voicemail from Beth. Beth, please. Hey guys, it's Beth, and I just wanted to let you guys know that Swifties are listening to Hurricane by Bridget Mendler. I've never heard that song before. You suck. You know it? No. But I will listen to it after this episode, like y'all should. Bridget Mendler, isn't she like a Disney person? I don't know. I'm too old for Disney now. Although I was watching it last night, but that's different. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, Clark, Clark, I know. Clark I know. likes Bridget. He's saying you all should listen to her again. Beth, Clark approves. That was the translation. <laughs> it uh, turns out a small child walked outside our room and made some noise. That's really what it was. I thought Clark just really liked Bridget Mendler. No, no, that's what he was saying. He likes Bridget. Oh, I don't know. Clark, I've told you a million times, buddy. You can come on the podcast when you learn English. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're saying. 
I'm sorry, buddy. I know what he's saying. I can translate. Well, anyway, thank you, Beth, for leaving us a voicemail. And thank you to everybody who sent in those submissions for the mini segments. Please keep them coming for future episodes. We love being able to read them and share them and laugh at them and love them. So thank you to everybody who sent those. One last little bit before we go. Diane, if you could share with us what is coming up on Taylor's calendar in the next few weeks. Well, the 1989 World Tour is going to Ottawa, um, Ontario, Canada. On July 6th, on July 7th, it is going to Montreal. On July 10th and 11th, it is going to East Rutherford, New Jersey for MetLife Stadium. On July 13th and 14th, it is going to Washington, D.C. On July 18th and 19th, it is going to Chicago. We're going to be there. Yay! Um, You want to know one of the great things about podcasts, Diane? Just one? Just one in particular right now. Did I do something wrong? No. Okay, that's good. No. Okay. You didn't do anything. Okay. I was just going to say, if anybody missed any of those dates, you can do the most beautiful thing. You can pause and rewind. Or you can look on our website. That too. And you could look at the there. show notes that Diane always works on and nobody actually reads. Um, I know people who read them, they tell me. Oh, good, good. So, I can name you them on one hand. There's probably five. Maybe right. four. Oh, about four or five people that actually read them. If you want to make Diane feel good and sleep better at night... The show notes for this episode are going to be up for you guys at taylortalk.org slash episode 187. That is also where you're going to find all of our photos from the Grammy Museum, the Taylor Swift experience at the Grammy Museum. Um, That is where you're going to find the notes from this episode. That's where you're going to find the calendar that Taylor just read and a sample of Hurricane by Bridget Mendler that Beth kindly shared with us. So taylortalk.org slash episode 187 is where you want to go for all of that. It's a good place. It's a happy place. It's a loving place. <laughs> is this our website? <laughs> yeah. You're being silly. Last but not least, some special thank you shout outs. Thank you. Coming from iTunes, Zandy the Gymnast and Vinny Ciceroni, who both gave us five star reviews. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Zandy the Gymnast said, I listened to this podcast nonstop. I found it in December and got hooked. It is such a great podcast to inform you on what Taylor has going on and great song analysis and i love how the fans are included so much all the hosts are awesome especially diane that's me really zandy i love zandy and adam's awesome jokes are so awesome and funny i just love this podcast so much and everyone should listen. i think you lied about what they said about your jokes no no that's what that's what it says it says adam's awesome jokes are so funny i think it says adam's jokes are so bad they're funny no 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 it couldn't possibly say that i I guess you just can't see criticism Uh, it's not even criticism they're still being positive they're still being nice to me okay well thank you for that review and Vinny, who says uh i started listening about a month ago and i'm literally obsessed listening to song analysis and tour reviews they're one of the best the i wish you would analysis was my one of my favorite uh favorites of i can't even read favorites you guys were reading my mind brought me many different points of view and they were all amazing can't even explain how amazing you all are thank you for this amazing podcast love you guys i love you too buddy that's so nice thank you sir very kind to you so yeah guys please 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 if you're enjoying the show remember subscribe rate and review on itunes there's a short link that'll get you there it is taylortalk.org slash itunes that will take you straight to our itunes page right there you can let us know how you're doing 
Um, thank you to Vinny and Zandy for giving us five-star reviews. For everyone else out there, please give us honest reviews. Let us know how we're doing. Um, that doesn't mean blatantly insult us, but uh, definitely give us proper reviews. Let us know how you're actually feeling, any suggestions, what you love about the show, what you think could be improved. Whatever the case may be, those iTunes reviews are a great place to give feedback. Just a reminder, if you're in one of the international stores, we can't see your reviews. We can only see reviews posted to the U.S. store. But that so... doesn't mean you shouldn't leave them. No, 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 no. Of course, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you want a shout-out at the end of an episode, please just let us know that you left the review um, and maybe take a screenshot of it for us and send it our way. You can email us podcast at taylortalk.org. Yes, that would be the easiest way for us to see uh, your reviews if you want us to and, and you live in a country that's not the United States because then otherwise we would have to go into iTunes and change the store and select it all for all the different countries. And that is a pain in the butt, as I'm sure you can imagine. We just can't go through every single country looking no, for that. It's impossible. Impossible. Too many countries in the world. Yeah. Yes. So thank you again, guys. Please, um, again, that link is taylortalk.org slash iTunes. There you can leave us a rating and review and you can subscribe. That way you get every single new episode delivered straight to you as soon as it's published. That would be great of you guys to do. Um, if you're not already, please go follow us on Twitter at taylortalk13. And again, our email address is podcast at taylortalk.org. Or you could reach any of us directly with our name at taylortalk.org. So Adam at taylortalk.org, Diane at taylortalk.org. He's not here this week, but Steve at taylortalk.org. Um, he'll be back eventually. I swear he will. He's not here this week, but Steve at taylortalk.org. That'd be a funny email. He. That's his email address. But in fact, you know what? This is what I'm going to say because I don't even think Steve is listening. So I'm going to do this right now. He's going to listen to this one right now. He might. Maybe. We'll see. Go email Steve at taylortalk.org and tell him, let's see, what can we think of that would be really funny? Tell him. What does Steve like to tell, do? Tell him. Go. Okay. Everyone go email Steve and tell him that his farts smell like bacon. <laughs> just say, hey, Steve, so your gross. farts smell like bacon. Don't tell him I said to do it. I just want to see if he gets this. Random, like, influx. I want to see people email him and say, hey, Steve, your farts smell like bacon. And Steve I want him to come to me. Steve at taylortalk.org. Yeah, Steve at org is the place to do that. We're going we're gonna to prank him right now. Oh, <laughs> email I Steve. mean, there are worse things that your farts could smell like. No, I just can't wait to get a text from Steve and be like, I think the Taylor Talk emails got hacked. I keep getting emails saying that my farts smell like bacon. <laughs> so, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode for episode 187 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. This has been Adam. And Diane. Saying have a great two weeks, guys. We'll see you all in a couple weeks for episode 188. Bye-bye. Bye. Clark says goodbye. Clark. Bark. <laughs> <laughs> He's licking my toe. Oh, well, that's his way of saying goodbye. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.